It's just after 8 o'clock in the big city. It's time for America's favorite Las Vegas sports show, Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson. <laughs> yeah. What up? Party's going on. Duh. Going to a party. Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson is brought to you by Hannah Shea Boyle and Rappaputi. Trial lawyers that get results. Visit PSBRLaw.com. Steiner's Pub, a true Nevada-style pub with three locations. One on Cheyenne, one on Buffalo, and one on the south end of the Strip. Steiner's Pub. We love this place. Preventative Diagnostic Center. Book your non-invasive scan today. Day for peace of mind. Visit pdcenterlv.com. Rob Ritchie, Farmers Insurance, 702-335-5744. 702-335-5744. Laborers Union 872, the builders of Allegiant Stadium and the Las Vegas Ballpark, home of the Aviators. Promodirect.com. Use K-10 for a 10% discount on your promotion items order. Promodirect.com. And by William Hill Racing Sportsbook, America's leading racing sportsbook. Visit WilliamHill.us. So get ready, because Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson starts now. Now. All right, KT on a throwback Thursday live PSBR Law Studios here in Las Vegas. Fabulous Las Vegas where uh, the weather fluctuates big time here in the desert, no doubt about it. It's starting to get cold again, wind the last couple of days in excess of uh, 45 mile an hour gusts, but a little snow yesterday. And uh, then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're wearing a sweater. And then, of course, nighttime getting back down probably below 40. Uh, sometime later tonight, but we'll keep an eye on the weather. Right now, Ken Thompson in studio, PSBR Law Studios, and of course, PSBR Law, the best in personal injury, long-time SoCal, fourth year here in the Vegas Valley, over $3.5 billion in verdicts and settlements the last decade for their clients. Strength by your side, the relentless pursuit of justice. It is Panache, Boyle, and Ravaputi, PSBRLaw.com, 702 area code. You got that down for Vegas, 830 830- Nine three five three. The best in personal injury may not need them now, may need them in the future. 830-9353-830-9353. Great to see Andy Isco in studio, PSBR Law Studios here in Las Vegas. AI, another uh, great pre-show meal uh, right down the street, taken in a little bit different. We didn't go for the pot roast tonight, some chicken fingers and, and tater tots, uh, just what we needed, some extra carbs there. But uh, what's that? And an entertaining show as well. There you go. Yes, very, very entertaining show. Unfortunately, uh, we were the ones who provided the entertainment. Yes, we and did. We were all the only ones entertained. Well, we were entertained at the expense of a couple other friends, uh, Chicago Bill and uh, and uh, Mr. Ralph Cramden himself, Larry Ragusa. <laughs> I'm telling you, if there's a remake of the Honeymooners. Uh, there's no doubt that Ragusa could play Ralph Cramden. A good time was had by some. Yes, by you and I, that's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> and Chicago Bill would be there. He would be the Art Carney of the duo, no doubt about it. Good stuff. And uh, we had a uh, great time, of course, at their expense. But, you know, at the end of the day, we paid for our own meal, so it wasn't totally at their expense. That was a lot of fun, and the food over there is very good. Yes, outstanding. And, of course, uh, you know, everything was sitting well until we came in here and we got to deal with uh, Mark Hoke. I mean, it's unbelievable. The Mark Hoke Show, Sunday mornings, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. I mean, if you have nothing else to do in your life, put on the Mark Hoke Show, man. I mean, if you like professional wrestling, you'll tolerate the Mark Hoke Show, Sunday mornings, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. 
Marco, good to see you, man. I, I'm just giving you a hard time. Actually, your alma mater, North Dakota State, my only W tonight on the college hardwood. KT costing the listeners some money. But, of course, Mark Lawrence had Michigan, so he kind of balanced things out a little bit. And uh, who knows, maybe people went the uh, other way, although KT had been doing pretty good. Uh, it's always good to talk about yourself in third person. It takes a little bit of the pressure off. Oh, jeez. So, are you, are you serious right now? I'm telling you. Ken, Ken, you know, I, I sometimes people tune in to radio shows and TV shows and sporting events to see greatness. Sometimes they tune in to see the crash, too. Yeah. Well, if they're and, tuning uh, into a radio show to see anything, they're in trouble. They yeah. can hear things. Doubt they're going to see things unless you're streaming live that I have no idea as far as, uh, of course, yeah. oh, you do. There it is. No, no, no yeah. not streaming. But just, you know, and occasionally, Ken, you're going to have a bad night. It's okay. You know, I mean, you know, there's probably just some guy who's been listening to your show that was on a big run for, you know, two or three weeks and said, you know what? I have so much confidence in Ken Thompson that I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to bet my life savings there tonight. Because I can tell, I could tell uh, what Ken said was just that amazing. And you know where he is now? Yeah, it's not. He's good. outside the bar hoping you're going to give him leftovers. Yeah. It's, so, uh, so let that sink in for I a second. I thought that was the KT. guy that I passed. Uh, coming out of there on the way over. But, uh, Might be the guy standing outside the studio right now, too. There you go. Exactly. That's why I'll send Disco out as the sacrificial lamb. Wow. Yeah, might as wow. well. Wow. Well, he's so older we, than me. You know? So he's, let me get this He's straight. lived a longer life. And, so now, now you threw me under the bus to start the listen, show, and now you're, there's nobody now throwing you're sacrificing you anywhere. Andy. There's nobody throwing you anywhere. We might nudge you a little bit, but no one's throwing you. My God, is this, <laughs> it's like the Mayans over here. What's going on? Oh, my goodness. I will pretend that that has actually occurred. And Ken's going to be stuck with what about an hour forty-five monologue because oh. I'm out by the uh, edge of the studio there. Come on, Isco, are you kidding me? All I have to do is introduce you, like Jimmy Vaccaro said. Two hours valet parking. Just give the mic to Isco. Walk away, KT. Andy, we're, we're gonna we're gonna do what they do in the horror movies, and you and I'll like just go walk around the building while Ken is the first one yeah, out. We'll the be door. our own security. Yeah, something like that. We'll 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 make Ken the sacrificial lamb over there. There you go. Sacrificial right. Trojan or whatever you are. Ah, uh, boy, I'll tell you what. Speaking of the Trojans, they cost me money tonight as they blow out Colorado. Tad Boyle, what has happened to that Buffalo program? Uh, they struggled big time at home in Boulder. Get to those scores. Uh, NBA, we'll start there. Richard Badge and Finley Toyota out of town scoreboard. Games that are going right now. Big game for the Lakers, Andy Isco, because they made a lot of transactions prior to the All-Star break. And, you know, there's a lot of hope and a lot of optimism. I'm wondering if AI took a future ticket out on the Lakers prior to the second half of the season starting up. I did not. I did not even take a, a ticket out on them to make the playoffs. Okay. I, I see them making the playoffs. Uh, something just tells me the way they were able to kind of get three or four guys there to help out. And if Anthony Davis stays healthy, something tells me the Lakers will get in there. I'll say, I'll predict now, I'll say the seventh seed. Would you say that uh, getting rid of. Uh, uh, Westbrook was a uh, an addition by subtraction. Oh, it's a major addition. Uh, he's a he's a whiner. Look, he's had a great career, Mr. Triple Double Man, and he made sure that he got those triple doubles. He's almost like the Kyrie Irving of the Western Conference. Well, of course, Kyrie's out there now, but a great ball player, but sometimes just. Uh, uh, not necessarily harmonious in the locker room. Right. And, uh, you know, he's the guy that will be pointing at the back of his jersey instead of the team jersey. But uh, we'll, see, we'll see how he pans out. Look, Westbrook's had a great career. There's no question about Problem it. Problem with the Lakers, you always, and it's almost the same thing with the Clippers. Injury issues with guys who have 
careers uh, in recent seasons of being injured. We're talking about Kawhi and uh, Paul George uh, for the Clippers, and you're talking about uh, AD for the uh, uh, for the Lakers. And you know they're going to need prefer- those. Well, the Clippers are in a little bit better situation with some of the depth that they have, but the Lakers are going to need a uh, healthy AD and um, you know a, a consistent LeBron. Yeah, all hands on deck for the Lakers. 59-56, they lead the Warriors at the half, minus six. The Lakers, 238.5, your total. So sitting at 115 at intermission in Los Angeles, 59-56. Lakers, Thunder lead the Jazz, minute 55 to go in Salt Lake. OKC up three, 103 to 100. That total of 240 has no chance unless you get a couple extra sessions. Trailblazers and Kings in Sacktown. Sacramento up a, up by nine, laying 11 uh, Kings were minus 11, total 234, so up by 9. And the total right now sitting at 123, so a good chance for that one to get up and over the total. Keep an eye on that game, 66-57, Sacramento at the half, leading Portland. Finals from earlier, wild one in Indianapolis. How about uh, Celtics, 142-138, to 138, minus 8, so they do not cover. But Beantown gets the win. Pacers go down, but that game flies over the total, 142-138. to 138. Andy, did we have any extra time in that one? Yeah, overtime? Yeah. Yeah, they played uh, one overtime session in which the teams combined for 30 points. Wow. Okay, which is so. uh, on the relatively higher side of overtime scores. The game Although, still would have been over. The yeah, game this, still would have been and over. this has been a, uh, some very high score. I, I do the numbers as far as by how much scoring is up this year, but it's considerably. We have had very few games where total points were under 200. All right, uh, Magic 108-106. They get the win at home against Detroit, but the Piston backers get the money as Detroit was plus eight in that game. Total 229 and a half game stays well under, only hitting 214. 108-106, Orlando, the win at home. Meanwhile, Nuggets, they win on the road. They were plus three against the Cavs, 115-109. That game just getting over the total by the hook as the total was 223 and a half at the Westgate Superbook. Hits 224, 115-109 Denver. The road win in Cleveland as three-point underdogs. Sixers, they battled back from a huge deficit. And then, you know, pretty much I was listening to that game as I was coming in. They were down, you know, anywhere from six to ten points throughout the second half, but then made a nice run late. And they win at 110-105. They were minus three and a half. So Mark Hoke Sixers, as he's uh, holding up gang signs uh, through the window there, he's a very happy Sixer backer. Sixers win at 110-105, cover the three and a half, 232 and a half your total. Game stays well under, hits 215. AI, do anything with John Morant and the Grizz? And I remember uh, listening to the game, he hadn't scored. Uh, it was probably four minutes into the third quarter. He had still not had a basket. Yeah, I did not play any NBA tonight. I did consider a play on Denver. That was the one game that showed up. But I'm always a little concerned after the All-Star break, especially now that they have so much time off. They had a full week off between the last uh, – uh, day of regular uh, regular games last Thursday and uh, the resumption of the schedule. So uh, I always like to see a game or so just to see if the teams that had great momentum going in are able to sustain that momentum and the teams that were in a slump, if they've been able to turn things around. So uh, the the mind bet was uh, was 1-0 and tonight with Denver, but uh, uh, the assets uh, did not increase. Yeah, meanwhile, big night for Dallas as they take care of business in a big way at home. The Mavericks... Uh, all over the Spurs, 142-116, to 116. 17 points they outscore San Antonio by in the fourth quarter, and uh, Luka Doncic, 28 points, 7 boards, 10 assists, leads the way again. Uh, don't know how many Kyrie had. Let me uh, jump over there real quick. And, and I'm wondering if this might be the last season for Pops as coach of the Spurs. Kyrie had 23 and 6 assists there, so yeah, it could be. Uh, fourteen and f- and I, I don't know if this has the loss in there. Fourteen and forty-five. I mean, that's 
you know, the only team worse in uh, the West is Houston, and they've got 13 wins. And in the East, uh, uh, nobody has fewer than 15 wins. So San Antonio right now with the second-worst record in the league, and that's something that Pop is not accustomed to after winning, what, those five titles with the Spurs back in the heyday of uh, Tim Duncan and uh, a nice, uh, you know, uh, supporting cast. Let me ask you something, because Becky Hammond here, of course, uh, yeah, she the, might be the first yeah, female was, NBA that's coach, what I, that's and what she I thought. might very we might well. Uh, I, I would think that if Pops has anything to say about his replacement, unless he feels strongly about promoting one of the assistant coaches currently on his roster, uh, Becky Hammond will be uh, at the top of his list. And of course, the Las Vegas Aces is busy with their roster, the New York Liberty, looking like if you look at the odds boards as far as the WNBA futures. Looks like a two-team race, Vegas in the West, New York Liberty in the East, couple super teams, and nobody outside of the Chicago Sky who lost a couple good solid players to the New York Liberty during the offseason. They're the only other ones, I think, that are under double digits. I think they might be 9-1, to one, but everybody else after that, forget a 25-1 to one That's and season stuff. What, what, what's in it, around Memorial Day in May? Yeah, somewhere around there. I, I, I'll, I'll check into it because I don't want to give the exact uh, wrong date that I probably will if I don't look it up, so... We'll see how all that pans out, but a nice effort by Dallas. May 19th. Okay, May 19th. Dallas, 142-116, beat San Antonio. Total was 240, so the game hits 258 without an extra session. We'll keep an eye on the three games rolling. Thunder only up two now with 16 seconds left in regulation in Salt Lake City, leading the Jazz 106-104, and again, the other two games at the half. Ken Thompson, Andy Isco, take our first break of the evening and come back. We'll get you caught up. Some college basketball, some NHL. Yes, our Golden Knights in action They need to get busy. They're right down the street at T-Mobile. Before we go to break, we will uh, throw it over to Mark Hoke, and we'll save some time here because last night we gave the last couple nights we've been giving tickets away for the No Surrender three-day event over at Samstown. Now this will be for I believe for either Saturday or Sunday. Mark will let us know as far as that goes. And two five seven five three nine six. You know the seven zero two area code, so jot the number down two five seven fifty three ninety six two five seven five three nine six. Mark Hoke, what do we got? Those tickets went fast last night, and I know you were uh, turning some callers away, but uh, you've got these tickets, and you got a bunch of them, and then you'll have the toy show tickets that you'll be able to give away on your show this Sunday, and then maybe some more on SportsX Radio next week. But what do we have as far as for the no surrender? Well, we got one more set of tickets. You can either go Saturday or Sunday night. Down to Samstown for Impact Wrestling, Fallout from No Surrender, TV taping, so you can get on TV and you know act like Ken Thompson if you want to, or you yeah, know, that, something along those lines. You don't want to do that. You'll be in a lot of trouble. You probably get arrested. But uh, you know, nonetheless, looking forward to seeing Jay Vidal in action on Sunday. I'll, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll be there on Sunday. You're going to be there Saturday and Sunday. I will. So we're going to a lot of uh, the wrestling community is going to be down there. So it should be a great time. And uh, we got a couple tickets for you. And of course, if you want to go, you can still get a three pack of tickets to go to the pay per view on Friday night, and then the two events Saturday and Sunday, or just you know whatever night you want to go. Just go to impactwrestling dot com and you know hop on there, and you can go to No Surrender and see a great pay per view, and you know two wonderful, amazing, fantastic superstar laden. TV tapings and the, and the uh, again an earlier start on Friday and then Saturday and Sunday the same time. Yeah, Friday night the pay per view starts at five. That's for the gang on the East Coast. That, so it starts at eight, and our TV tapings are at seven p.m. on Saturday and Sunday. All right, looking forward to it. Two five seven five three nine six. Your number. 
Jazz have tied things up with the oh. Thunder. Four seconds left in regulation. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mark. Caller three. Oh, caller if we're three. doing it right now, yeah, we'll do we'll caller number three. With, stay with the Bambino. Stay with Babe Ruth. 257-5396. We'll go to break. We'll come back. Ken Thompson, Andy Isco, a throwback Thursday. Live PSBR Law Studios in Las Vegas. 101.5 FM KDWN and streaming live on the Odyssey app. If you have not downloaded that Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, all the great KDWN programming. Mark Levin has shifted over to our sister station, 840 KXNT, and uh, everything else the same as far as programming on KDWN. Steve Sanchez now 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. Live from Vegas, we'll be right back. Let it play, baby. Let it play. KT's only winner, North Dakota State. Yeah. Baby. The Bison. Let's go. <laughs> On Bison. Stuff. All right. Woo! Bison taking care of business. We'll get to college basketball right now. Are, are we going to keep uh, it playing? Yeah, we might as well. I mean, again, <laughs> the only winner. But I have one game in action and one game, the late game, which will start up in about 35 minutes from now. UC Riverside, team I used to call games for back in the day, late 90s. And uh, UCR is at Hawaii trying to avenge a loss earlier at the Student Rec Center. And KT also wants Stanford. There you go. Sorry Might about well. that. Yeah, that's okay. It's, it's still playing in the slip, background. It's all right. What are you going to do? Can't stop the band. I mean. No, the band, the band is on the band. The band, band, band milk, keeps man. playing until the Titanic goes down, right? Can I have another fight song, by the way? Do you? You want a bonus fight song? I don't know, man. If you play USC, I won't be able to handle it. No, 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 no. This is, this is the University of North Dakota fight song. Oh, that's. Are you ready for this? Um, I want to hear it. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, hang on one sec. See, they can't even. They, they don't the, have any the fight. Even, they, don't, they don't have any fight at all here. Give me one second here. Here it is. Are you ready? Here we go. That's where the price of white. Right, there it is. Uh, got it. That's the University of North Dakota fight song. Boy, that's horrible. Uh, but the way they played tonight was horrible, too. Well, that's because they always play horrible. Well, not, not always. They actually <laughs> I'm have sorry. They do have, no, I'm sorry. No, I, I know there's UND fans in town. I Are apologize. There? Are there several? There's a few. I've, I've seen them. Not as not as many as Bison fans. No, I, I see like Bison. How about Jackrabbit like fans? How many seen in South Dakota yeah. State? There's thousands of them. Where they're everywhere. I uh, saw them collecting their tickets from that championship game against North Dakota State. They're online ahead well, of me. You know, it's all right. That's why I had. That's when I said, you know what? The app makes sense. I'll just get paid on the app instead of standing in this long line. <laughs> You are an idiot. <laughs> it's just awesome. I, I just love it. For you folks that don't oh. know, of course, producer Mark Hoke, graduate of North God. Dakota State. So we had our little fun when Best South Dakota six State years took of his care of <laughs> yeah. Oh, my six. God. What are you talking they, about? They, That's when he got through his freshman year. Unreal. They, you know, and, and Ken, the sad part is is that both of the, both the, the schools have been having really good wrestling seasons this year, and they got us on the last match in the duel. We lost 17-15. Wow. Wow! So the South Dakota State took care of business. Yeah, they did. But and we'll probably see them in the Summit League tournament too. If uh, looks like NDSU is probably going to head for a three seed, and South Dakota State's going to get a two seed, so we'll get one more clash. Yeah, yeah. Were you not happy when you lost to North Dakota? When, when did we lose to North Dakota? Didn't you Didn't you lose to North Dakota? You just said no. No, we lost wrestling. We wrestling. lost South Dakota State. Oh, South Dakota State. Oh, my God. No, you UND, UND hasn't had a I, – I can't even – I mean, I cannot remember when UND had a good wrestler. Really? I'm sure they did at some point. But, yeah, we were a pretty good wrestling, too. Haystacks Calhoun didn't go there. 
I love Haystacks Calhoun. I see now Andy Isco. I like him because he talks the wrestlers back in my ear. Now we had a guy. Fast, fast story. We had a guy on our wrestling team when I was there, Wojo, and he looked like a Wojo. He was our heavyweight and a big, big dude. And man, I'll tell you what, he he had to. And that was back before they had the weight limits. And Wojo was probably about two fifty, two sixty. He wrestled Woj from Barney Miller. No, 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 no. You, I mean, like, whoa, Joe. Yeah, but that Woj I mean, like, looked like, like he could wrestle too. Like Ogre in Revenge of the Nerds, but bigger. And he had to wrestle this 350-pound guy, and he decked him. I mean, just, you know, like the blob. I mean, he was a monster. Like the fat bastard from uh, yes. Austin Powers? Yes, actually. Get in my belly. Oh, and Woj just decked him. And that was, it was a big clash back then, and yeah. Yeah. What is, what is it, the, the station, the channel here in town that carries the uh, Golden Knights? They show sumo wrestling at times. Oh, really? Yeah. Some, I saw that some afternoon over at one of those sports books. It was See, a very, very slow day. <laughs> wrestling is everywhere in what some it, form or another. What about it, Mark Oak? Sumo wrestling? Um, you follow it? Not, you, I mean, no, you? I don't follow it. I, I, I've watched it. I mean, I remember well, there was a big run on sumo wrestling. On, like when it was on Why Why or Why World of Sports, right? They'd have it all the time on there. Throwing the salt in the air, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, the only last time I think I watched a sumo guy was when Akebono, one of the great champions, came over and wrestled the Big Show at WrestleMania. See, and they were ahead of their time with the uh, with the bun, with the you know the man bun. I mean, now you no. see that all around town. Well, that's not a good thing. If you're a sumo wrestler, that's one thing, but. No, don't don't man bun. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, if 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 you like sports X radio, if you like Ken Thompson, you think he's a good dude, don't wear a man bun. Yeah. There's there's no need, as uh, my wife Christina would say, no need. Isco might get a man bun. Yeah, well it could, I gotta get some more hair. Oh. Well he's growing maybe, it on his like face a, now. Maybe we'll, we'll get a thimble or something and you know, man thimble you. Man bun steroids. <laughs> I'm sorry, I ruined your show. Yeah, no, are you kidding me? It's not the first time. Are you kidding me? How many shows have you ruined for me this year? And the year's young. We're only in February, for the love of God. I don't know. <laughs> we made it to 830. There you go. All right. Uh, let's, before we get to the college basketball, because, again, there's uh, several games on a Thursday, let's get to the Vegas Golden Knights. Had to get that in there because they've tied things up with Calgary. They trailed it 3-1. to one, But here's the good thing. Chicago Bill betting the Grand Salami, and it looked terrible. We're at dinner, and it just didn't look good. So St. Louis was leading Vancouver 2 nothing with about 10 minutes to go third period. I said, well, Bill, you got to get Vancouver to tie it at 2. Then you know you're going to get five goals out of that. Then Calgary takes a 3-1 lead after 2 in Vegas, T-Mobile. The Golden Knights have tied that game, 449 left in the third. That game's tied at three. Meanwhile, two goals apiece in the second period for both Seattle and Boston. They were tied at one after one. It's now 3-3, still 445 to go. Second period, the Kraken and the Bruins. And Nashville, unfortunately, just a one nothing lead after one in San Jose. So, Andy Isco, give me the update. I believe if I've got all these numbers correctly, there's been 58 goals scored. There's going to be at least two more with the two games that are tied at three. So that's 60 and uh, just just starting the second period in Nashville, he needs to get to 64. So they mm-hmm. need four goals, and they've got uh, two full periods in San Jose and uh, a period and four minutes in uh, Seattle. And, uh, well, you've got – but, of course, that one's already tied. So, right. But the uh, Golden Knights game will obviously get another goal at least. Uh, and and, and they Boston, get two right. Overtime, so, yeah. so literally, if you get, if you get one goal – 
by either Calgary or Vegas, say, in the first 15 minutes of the third period. The other team's going to pull the goalie, right? Yep. Same thing with Boston Seattle. So a good chance to get eight goals in at least one of those two. And then Nashville-San Jose, it would be ideal as long as that game gets to 2-2, two to two, you're guaranteed getting the over in the Grand Slam. Yeah, I don't know that I've, I've seen any place that does it here in town, but I would imagine offshore they must, and that is in play Grand Salami, mm. uh, where you can adjust it. Now, I know normally they take the Grand Salami off the board once the first game has started, but if they now have in play, they can either adjust the number or they can adjust the money line attached to a static number, uh, even if games have already been completed and they would just go on the remaining games. Like right now, I think I said they scored 58, they're going to have at least 60. You know, Maybe you put up a total right now based upon the time of, of, of remaining of uh, sixty-three and a half, or something like that, or you could just attach, you know, plus-minus figs to the uh, was it sixty-four and a half? I think. Yeah. So White Cloud, Carrier, and Eichel for the Golden Knights. For Eichel is nineteenth, and that game tied at three with the Knights getting a two-zero advantage in the third period. Three forty-four to go in the third period, right down the street at T-Mobile. Bruins and Kraken again, two forty-seven now to go in that second period, tied at three. And uh, Boston, 19-6-2 away from Beantown. Only the two losses in regulation at home. Uh, meanwhile, the Kraken, 15-10-3 at home. They are 32-19-6 overall. And they are right there on the heels of the Vegas Golden Knights. L.A. Kings as well. It's a three-team race there in the Pacific. Uh, and Edmonton, of course, creeping up. And they got a nice win tonight as well. So uh, let's get those finals in there for you earlier Buffalo beat Tampa Bay 6-5. to five. Andy, was that overtime shootout, Buffalo-Tampa Bay? Buffalo-Tampa Bay was overtime. Okay, so Buffalo gets the win 6-5. to five. That total was 7, and we had three sevens. Alex B. Smith talked about that last night. Actually, uh, was it three sevens? Uh, I think only two. Only two sevens. Tonight. I think it depends on where you played, because I think I saw for one of those games, and I don't recall which one, there were six and a half, you know, heavy over juice rather than the seven, but I know that... Pretty sure that there were two sevens across the two games with seven across the board. There you go. Meanwhile, Jersey beats LA. Alex B. Smith texted me today saying, KT, play the Kings and Devils a draw plus three forty regulation, and that a winner. And again, the Ice Guys, they do that. Speaking of the Ice Guys, I was texting with Alex B. And I said, Ice Guys, I said, you can live up to your name now. You're in Minnesota there. He said, Yeah, they had over thirteen inches of snow today and it had ceased for a while. And he was going to keep me updated there. But I love Alex B, man. He's uh, always, you know, great personality. He's gone through, you know, several medical setbacks. And he's not a uh, an, an old guy. He's a, a younger guy. Uh, hails from Chicago. Big Blackhawks fan. But love Alex B. Always has glass half full. Uh, well, not always. If you follow all his tweets, uh, he does get out of control a little bit with the expletives during the in-game. And uh, kind of like KT, I just don't tweet it out. I just uh, my wife just puts me in a rubber room and just says, "Okay, go at it." Especially the March Madness, I I really enjoy you know the in-game wagering as far as college basketball. Now, uh, not not so successful uh, tonight on the college hardwood. Right now, again, one and three with two games left. We'll see how we pan out. Last night, four and one. And if you know, if you knew what was going down, you were listening last night. I had Boise State. And they were trailing throughout against New Mexico at home, trying to avenge an earlier loss by by a deuce over at the pit. And they got it. Andy, you told me up to 10, but I saw they were up eight and figured, okay, I got to just win by six to get the push, win by seven or eight. That'd be great. And what happens? New Mexico throws in a long three-pointer with 1.4 seconds to go and 
they lose by five. See, I, I don't call that a bad beat because they were struggling all game right. to get the lead. It's a tough beat. Yeah, it's a tough beat. Good, good, good call. There's I a difference agree. between the I agree two with of those. That. Yeah. I agree with that. It is just frustrating when you trail throughout. And I had a similar game tonight. You want a bad beat tonight? Northwestern money line. Leading, a big underdog leading basically the entire way in Illinois. They ended up covering, but they were probably leading for, what, 38 minutes in that game? Yeah, good call. Good call. I can, I can, I'll agree with that. Uh, let's finish up the NHL. Uh, Jersey getting that 4-3 win in overtime or a shootout, Andy. You said OT, Jersey? Uh, Jersey was an overtime. Okay. Minnesota shuts out Columbus 2 to nothing on the road. The Wild to minus 176. That total was 6. Edmonton, outstanding offensive effort tonight, 7-2 to two against Pittsburgh. They win on the road. Anaheim, uh, they were a plus 3 or about, about plus 270, uh, up to 280 maybe. Anaheim, 4-2. to two. They win at Washington. Ovechkin back after the death of his father. He had taken some time away. Uh, meanwhile, Detroit, I talked about this last night. I said, how could the Red Wings not be value against the Rangers? Rangers, Rangers had dropped a couple in a row and on the road against Detroit and Chris wins, uh, Red Wings get the best of the Rangers four to one. It's a Ranger team. That's very streaky. Andy, you could see them, you know, they'll, they'll win five in a row. They'll lose three in a row. Yeah. Uh, just looking forward to the consistency. They, uh, uh, maybe a year away. Obviously we like their coach from his days here at, uh, at Vegas, uh, but uh, they've had a, a decent roster turnover over the past few seasons, so it's just a matter of time to, you know, get a unit, uh, get a couple of the units playing together for a couple, three seasons. There you go. By the way, update: Boston, the Bruins have scored again. So a minute five to go, second period. Bruins four, Seattle three. Plenty of time. Chicago, Bill, and Nashville on the board again. Two nothing now, leading San Jose. Sixteen seventeen to go, second period. Still tied with a minute to go, third period regulation. Calgary and Vegas right down the road. So we keep an eye on that game. Only other score had Vancouver take care of business against St. Louis. Again, they trailed that game 2-0, got that into overtime, and they get the 3-2 win. Didn't know if that was OT or a shootout, uh, but Vancouver does get the win 3-2 against the St. Louis Blues. Speaking of St. Louis, in action in the XFL, a Thursday night XFL game, a minute 55 to go fourth quarter. Seattle leads St. Louis 18-17. Andy, we've got an entry here in Vegas, Rod Woodson and... uh, uh, the Vegas Vipers. Have you done anything as far as uh, XFL futures or no. anything? No, just going to watch it a little bit. Yeah, take it in a little bit. I mean, you want to certainly figure out how that one-two-three option for uh, uh, you know extra points after touchdowns and what effect that has. It's clearly going to change what key numbers are. Problem is, you got so few teams that uh, you're not going to have a decent sample size even after one season uh, to really draw any. St- tremendous conclusions about you unless uh, you find something like 85 90 percent with you know 20 25 occurrences but uh, uh, it's a little bit of entertainment we've got what is it the usfl is coming i think in another month or so another six weeks whatever and uh, you know i i spent i we've talked about it before and i don't get into college basketball as early as i used to i follow it i'll play here and there but i i'm really concentrating on football and then once the super bowl is over I've already been in it for a few weeks in depth, but now I'm really in it because that's really the main focus of what I'm looking at between now and the end of March. The NBA is sort of on uh, uh, cruise control right now, and so much of the NBA is knowing who's going to play and what the rotations are going to be. Uh, but once we get closer to the playoff team time and these teams are playing meaningful games, 
then the NBA started to take second, uh, center stage as Major League Baseball is just getting underway and we're learning about uh, you know the starting pitchers and the lineups and the all that. Major League Baseball takes the on-deck circle, basically, to the NBA playoffs. Well said. All right. Uh, by the way, Seattle has tied Boston 4-4, to 20 seconds to go second so period. I think, I so that'll think guarantee he needs just nine. one more. I think he needs just one more goal. All right. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it again. Calgary and Vegas are in overtime. Yeah, I think Calgary and Vegas are in overtime. But Boston, Seattle, 4-4 to four after 2. 2 nothing. Nashville, 15-29 to go in that second period. Chicago Bill looking strong, closing strong, and playing the Grand Salami in memory of his late wife, Joanne, who was – that was what she loved. She loved the uh, the total – Grand Salami, and she'd always pick nights to play the under. And her record, Andy, I'd say in the time that I knew, I'll just say 65 to 70%, Joanne, consistently, uh, not just a short sample size, but over several years as far as the Grand Salami. Very That'll effective. get you on a first-name basis with the ticket cashers. There you go. Good stuff. All right, uh, 20 to 18 now, St. Louis leads Seattle in that XFL game with 55 seconds to go, and they've got some different rules. There was a three-point play that was converted tonight in the XFL, and I'm not set up on all the rules, so I'll get into it a little bit more as uh, I kind of get a little bit of time to follow the next Vegas game. I'll look forward to that. But Ken Thompson, Andy Isco, uh, we'll get to some college basketball, but real quick, I will update the NBA and get you the Lakers update, and they're up 14 big ones now, midway through the third quarter, 79-65, leading the Warriors. The Jazz came back in overtime and beat the Thunder 120-119. to How about that? They had the extra five minutes, and just depending when you played that, you may have gotten a push uh, in several places because the total was 239, but at the Westgate Superbook, it closed at 240, and the game finishes at 239 after the overtime session, 120 to 119. The Jazz win it, and they were either minus one or one and a half. Uh, there was actually a two out there as well, but again, crazy how that one game falls right within a point or a half point or whatever as far as the total and the side. And uh, just crazy how these numbers work out. Kings 90 to 79 up 11 on the Blazers, 240 to go. Salt Lake City third quarter, and uh, that is it as far as the NBA. We'll get a lot of college basketball in over the next half hour, but we've got another set of tickets to give away. Mark Hoke, center stage, you've got it. Give out the number, and uh, we've got one more set of tickets for the weekend, either Saturday session or Sunday session on the Impact Wrestling No Surrender card. Seven zero two. Two five seven five three nine six seven zero two two five seven five three nine six. Your chance to win. Caller number three. We got one more set to give out. So two tickets for you. Just start lighting it up and keep calling, and we'll see what happens. But we'd love to see you down there and at Samstown. There you go. Great stuff. And in overtime, it is a final now. The Golden Knights come all the way back from that three one deficit, and they win it by a score of four to three. And that is a happy. Venue over there as Marchessault gets his 18th of the year, the game winner on a wrist shot, and in overtime, very nice job by the Vegas Golden Knights. They get the W. We are live from Vegas. It is PSBR Law Studios here in Las Vegas. Ken Thompson, Andy Isco, SportsX Radio, Throwback Thursday. Mark Hoke takes us to break. We'll be right back. Come on. Blues Brothers, KT Live, Throwback Thursday, 
KSBRL Studios in Las Vegas. Andy Isco with me, the original AI. No, not Alan Iverson. No, not Andre Iguodala. It is Andy Isco. That's right. And uh, we got a winner there, uh, Mark Koch, for another set of tickets. Keith Hughes is going to be going to uh, Impact on Sunday. There you go. I'll see him there. I'll see Keith. I'll see you there Sunday. I'm looking forward to it. KT, uh, first professional wrestling ever. Really? You in never person. went? Never in person. Oh, my God. This is going to be awesome. We got a virgin, everybody. There Woo! you go. Yeah. <laughs> and at this age, man, for it to be a virgin in anything is, is saying for, something. Especially if you can, that's very shocking. Yeah, it is. No, no question. But I'm excited. I'm, I'm really happy you're going to finally get to check this out. You're, you're going to be addicted. I'm you know telling what? you right now, man. I know. All of a sudden, the show, hey, forget March Madness. You kidding me? We got we got Raw and SmackDown. We got to take a look at that, and then we've got the Impact card. Hold on, yeah, we'll get to those scores in a couple minutes. Yeah, it's good gonna, stuff. Yeah, we're all all sorts of fun. <laughs> by the way, by the way, I don't. Sergeant Slaughter is going to be on the Mark Oak show on Sunday. Yeah, the of course the legend, the WWE Hall of Fame. I, w- I wish he was in studio. Oh. to ship you into shape, my man. Well, you know, that I'm, would be great. Just well, that, that would just that would be worth. I'd actually get up early. Well, I'll be up early anyway, but be worth the price of admission to see old Hulk have to get down and give me 20. He gives push-ups out, oh, but yeah. I've, I've been exempted a couple of times by Sarge. He likes Wow. Me. But I, I will get There's to no exemption when he comes in and sees that you yeah. haven't been following the diet that he gave you. I know. That's terrible. I know. But but we are – but the Sergeant Slaughter thing came up because we he's going to be at the Vegas Toy Show uh, March 4th and 5th, so not this weekend, but next weekend at the Ahern Convention Center – which is going to be awesome. You know, you can, if you want to go, you can uh, meet the gang from the Dukes of Hazard. Tom Wopat and Catherine Bach are going to be there. And when is that? In April? No, this is first weekend of March. Next weekend. We're, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Same. Sarge is coming to town, so you can get down and meet Sergeant Slaughter. But I'll tell you what, if you are geeky in any way, just a little bit, mm-hmm. I mean, if you collect the comic books or anything like that, it, it's going to be an awesome time. And there's actually going to be pro wrestling down there, too, one of the independent groups here in las vegas i don't even want to say that i may not be able to go because sergeant slaughter uh, have one of those uh those boots up kt's keister and uh, that won't be good no <laughs> i do i remember my days Ooh, in for boot you camp. or the boots well for, for either i i mean i remember my days in boot camp back in great lakes illinois freezing yeah. my ass off man yeah. i thought i knew what winter was coming from jersey Great Lakes, Illinois, quarter mile from lake michigan lake freezes over and you're up for chow when you first get there you know early on and you know, your first couple of weeks, you're there, you're up at like 4.15 in the morning, you're on the chow line, which goes, extends outside. So needless to say, you're praying that the guy in front of you is big, tall, and maybe a little husky ah! man, to keep the wind out of your face. Because I, like, again, I thought I knew what winter was. You're talking about 65 below zero wind chill factor for at least five straight days. For me, one time there, and that was back in the '80s, man. That was just crazy. I was like, "How do people even live here?" I mean, incredible. Who would decide to put a base here? It's got to be just punishment in the winter. Now, you know, in the fall, not hard to take. You know, I'm sure in the spring, not too bad. I wasn't there in the spring. Uh, summer, probably not too bad. But you kidding me? That winter, crazy. And I know Alex B. Smith again, right there in Minnesota, putting up with a big storm there now. Sarge is in Minnesota too. He's is from he? Minnesota, so. Yeah, he's he's probably wishing he'd have been here in Vegas right now. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. All right, uh, Vegas Golden Knights get a nice win. That is a good win. 
Uh, more so, Andy, because they came back from 3-1 down. And Calgary really trying to get going. And I was talking about uh, the playoff scenario as far as in the Western Conference and you know, in the Pacific and Calgary right now on the outside looking in, that would have been a nice win for them tonight on the road. They had a bunch of fans there at T-Mobile, but did not work out. So uh, good job by the Vegas Golden Knights getting that W and taking care of business. L.A. Kings losing, as we talked about. They did get a point out of Jersey as that game went to overtime, but they lost to the Devils. And right now the Kraken, after two periods at home, tied with the Bruins 4-4. Still 2 nothing. 11.50 to go. Nashville leads San Jose. That's on the uh, Rich Badge and Finley Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. Washington State leads Stanford 30-28. to KT's got Stanford minus two. Closed at two-and-a-half Westgate Superbook. 21 seconds left in the first half. Maples Pavilion. Uh, Gonzaga's playing outstanding ball. I nearly laid the 23 AI, but I didn't do it. Leading Steve Lavin and the Toreros. 46-31 late first half up there at the Kennel in Spokane. And uh, San Francisco only up a deuce on Portland, 328 to go first half, but a high-scoring game. You'd love to have the over, 155.5 right now with San Fran and Portland. It is the Dons 50 and the Portland Pilots 48, still 320 to go in the first half, AI. Yeah, a pair of teams that started the season off as though they were going to be players in the West Coast Conference. Turns out that the players are teams like Loyola Marymount and Santa Clara having surprisingly good seasons. Of course, St. Mary's. Always there. And Gonzaga, not uh, not the elite team that it's been in years past, but both Portland and San Francisco had very strong uh, Novembers, and that sort of faded a little bit. Uh, so this has to be at least an entertaining game. Uh, one of them is going to have to obviously lose a very high-scoring game. But, yeah, if you've got the over in this game, you're in good shape. All right, so UC San Diego was leading at the Bren Center against UC Irvine by 17 with about three minutes to go, I believe it was. It is down to four right now with still a minute 30 to go. So the Anteaters closing strong right now. They were 13-point home favorites. And Andy and I were looking at you know some of the big money line underdogs coming in tonight in college basketball. And he's like, well, Irvine's going down. All of a sudden, the Anteaters back in that game, still a minute 30 to go. But 88-84, yeah, nice you comeback, see San Diego. Down by 18 at halftime. 18 at halftime. All right. Santa Clara has just finished off Pepperdine. But Pepperdine, a late run, gets the cover because Santa Clara was up 15. They win it by 9, 91-82. They were minus 11 at home at Bronco Gymnasium. Uh, 163, your total game gets over. Hits 173, 91-82. Andy, that's a dark horse in the WCC, Santa Clara, this year. Yeah, Broncos playing well. They've been, you know, one of those uh, teams that would be like three through five in the conference because it'd be Gonzaga uh, and St. Mary's, and then you'd have like uh, Santa Clara, uh, BYU. Um, yeah, Santa and, Clara did a number on BYU in yeah, Provo. And uh, uh, what was the other team that I'm leaving out? Loyola would occasionally be there. Pepperdine would step up one year, but uh, it's a uh, it's a more of a balanced conference this year than it's been in many years, largely due to the fact that Gonzaga is down, not dominating the conference, and other teams are playing much better than expected. And St. Mary's on a roll right now at home in Moraga, 219 left How in regulation. How many teams do you think get in the tournament from uh, West Coast? St. Mary's leads Pacific 80-50. to 50. Let me get that in there. Uh, two for sure, and uh, maybe maybe just two. I, I don't think LMU... Here's the thing, because LMU has the win against Gonzaga, they have one against St. Mary's, but because... The last game against Gonzaga at home, they lost by 40. Yeah, It just kind of put them back. In other words, if they maybe lost a game by two or three to Gonzaga, or even if they swept Gonzaga, then you know LMU may have been that third team in there. But somebody else is going to have to win the conference tournament. And Santa Clara, to me, is a team that may be able to do it.
Yeah, that's the team that I was thinking of. I think St. Mary's and Gonzaga in, but then again, it's uh, not a very elite conference. And you talk about, I mean, people are talking about anywhere from what, three or four teams getting in from the Mountain West, which, you know, might be a stretch. There you go. UCLA gets the uh, halftime lead, 43-31. Salt Lake City, they lead Utah at the Huntsman Center. And Santa Barbara, if you had the Gauchos, you get it by the hook. 78-73, they beat Long Beach State. Game goes over the total, but they cover the four and a half. Live from Vegas, halfway home. Ken Thompson, Andy Isco, you're listening to SportsX Radio, live from Vegas. We'll be right back, 101.5 FM, KDWN. Welcome back from halftime. It's just after 9 o'clock in the big city. Time to continue America's favorite Las Vegas sports show. SportsX Radio with Ken Thompson. <laughs> yeah. What up? Party's going on. Duh. Going to a party! Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson is brought to you by Hannah Shea Boyle and Rabapudi. Trial lawyers that get results. Visit PSBRLaw.com. Steiner's Pub, a true Nevada style pub with three locations one on Cheyenne, one on Buffalo, and one on the south end of the strip. Steiner's Pub. We love this place. Preventative Diagnostic Center. Book your non invasive scan today. Day for peace of mind. Visit pdcenterlv.com. Rob Ritchie, Farmers Insurance, 702-335-5744. 702-335-5744. Laborers Union 872, the builders of Allegiant Stadium and the Las Vegas Ballpark, home of the Aviators. Promodirect.com. Use K-10 for a 10% discount on your promotion items order. Promodirect.com. And by William Hill. Racing Sportsbook, America's leading racing sportsbook. Visit WilliamHill.us. So get ready because Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson starts now. KT Live, PSPR Law Studios in Las Vegas, hour number two, Sports X Radio, 101.5 FM KDWN, still on 720 on the AM side for a long, long time here in the Vegas Valley. That has been the home of KDWN, but at the end of the month, so five more days, that is it. Then the signal goes directly and solely to 101.5 FM KDWN, and of course, streaming live on that Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Looks like a final Irvine, UC Irvine loses at home as 13-point favorites at the Bren Center against UC San Diego. The Tritons get them 94-86. And I'm showing uh, 95-89, like we were just talking about before we went on. Yes. They sometimes show it end of the second half, but sometimes it means that there's just uh, 25 seconds to go, and that's what I'm showing here. Okay, so we'll keep an eye on that then for a final because the halftime line with Irvine down 18, they were minus 10. So right now, if it did end... They would be covering, but you would figure they foul here yeah. 95-89 because it's a two-possession game as the lead is down to six. So we'll keep an eye on that one. Uh, again, we gave you Santa Clara 91-82, knocking off Pepperdine. St. Mary's, big-time win, easy cover. The 18 looked like a lot of points. Actually, it was 19, dropped down to 18, so some money came in on Pacific. And it was the only meeting between these two teams during the season, but St. Mary's wins it 83-52. to hmm. Just a blowout, big-time effort by the Gales. They are... Definitely a top-notch team and somebody to be reckoned with. Uh, Cal State Northridge 
looking like they're going to get a win and a cover at home, minus the two and a half at the Matadome, leading, leading uh, Cal State Bakersfield 71-64. to 64. They got blown out in Bakersfield earlier this season. Told you UC Santa Barbara beat Long Beach State 78-73, game going over the total by three points, but UC Santa Barbara minus four and a half pretty much everywhere in town. They were minus five at Caesar, so you may, may have gotten a push there. Uh, depending on when and where you played it. UCLA, second half just underway. Huntsman Center leading Utah, 43-31. Sam Fran at the half, Andy, 56-53, and that's more points then. North Texas and Charlotte played tonight. I think that one ended up around 98 or 99. Unreal. Sitting at 109 right now, 56-53. Sam Fran leads Portland at halftime. There I'm, I'm sorry, it was 104. 104. But still under their halftime of 109. Right. Gonzaga 48-31, again, up by 17 at the half over uh, San Diego's Toreros. Uh, Zags minus 23, total 167. And Washington State leading Stanford by two at halftime. Maples Pavilion 30-28. to You see Riverside at Hawaii a little bit later. Still at the Westgate Superbook, you can get UC Riverside plus three and a half, down to three several places in town as well. And uh, showing 98-91, UC San Diego with three seconds remaining and if that score holds, that would give UC Irvine at least the second half cover. But the outright money line is going to go to UC San Diego at a big price. I'll get you what that price is a little bit later. Uh, let's drop back up top and get you caught up on the two NBA games. Lakers well in control now. 98-82 lead the Warriors. 10:48 to go in L.A. in the fourth quarter. And the Kings up 20 big ones with 5:34 to go in regulation over Portland. 123 to 103. So that game well on the way to going over the 234 as well. And we gave you all the earlier finals in the NBA. In college basketball, they had a matinee game got going in uh, Mark Hoke's second favorite school, North Dakota. They lost at home to Western Illinois. The Leathernecks get the win 81 to 70. That game barely getting over the total. Again, Mark letting me know that I'm number one from behind the glass. Uh, 81 70, the final as uh, Western Illinois gets the win at North Dakota. Okay, uh, Penn State, 75-71. They win at Ohio State. Game getting over the total. The Buckeyes now, Andy, they've lost nine straight, and they've lost nine straight against the spread. Yeah, and they were actually back and forth throughout a good part of the second half. It was like a one-two point game, so they had their chance to not just cover the game but also win outright. But uh, it's a very weak team, and uh, you can expect a coaching change there at the uh, conclusion of the season. Yeah, it's it's not good. And the Buckeyes... You know, I mean, it's a proud program. We know they're known for, you know, the gridiron. But coming over, Chris Holtman had been a pretty solid coach and uh, was over there at Butler. And, uh, you know, I really thought this guy was, you know, one of those young and upcoming coaches that was going to be able to take Ohio State to the next level. And it got they got off to a great start. But, my goodness, have they really fallen off uh, similar to what happened with LSU. Now, LSU did break that 14-game losing streak the other night, but again, they got off to a great non-conference start. Uh, UNLV also, you know, 11-1 yeah. non-conference, not as bad, but still, you know, five games under 500 inside the Mountain West, not good. So uh, we'll just uh, fight through some of these college teams and uh, watch them end their season. Right now, Ohio State not even going to make the NIT as they are under 500. Monmouth at Hampton. Hampton wins it 86-81, a win and a cover in the game going over the 140. Delaware on the road. They beat NCANT. They were minus two. They win it by two. There were some two and a halfs out there, so you may have uh, lost if you laid the 
points with Delaware. Total was 151 and a half. Game stays under, hitting 144, 73-71. The Fighting Blue Hens get the win over NCANT. UTEP avenges an earlier loss against Florida International, and they win it 87-82. The Miners win it by five, laying three. Game flies over the 136 and a half. And then Florida Atlantic, Andy, it was I think it was somewhere around uh, 20 to 20 with UTSA, Texas San Antonio, and then the Owls said. Enough of this. We're at home in Boca Raton. Let's take care of business. Minus 17 and a half. So some money actually went on UTSA because that number opened at 20 with the Owls' favorite at home. They win it by 40, 106 to 66. Game gets well over the 148, hits 172. But that's a pretty good Florida Atlantic team. Yeah, I don't know how much damage they can do in the uh, tournament. It is uh, you know, one of those one-bid conferences. Uh, but uh, we've seen some surprises in recent years. And, in fact, uh, college conference tournaments we were just mentioning. First one that I see on the schedule gets underway. The Atlantic Sun begins on uh, Monday, the 27th and 28th, and then we'll have an onslaught of college conference tournaments. And as much as we enjoy uh, the NCAA tournament once that begins, I think many of us, especially those of us who follow the game and bet on the games, enjoy the college conference tournaments as much and perhaps even sometimes more because there are more games over the course of the uh, two weeks. And they're all day. I mean, they start, especially when you're here on the West Coast, you have games starting as early as 8 a.m. on the West Coast. And when you're here in Vegas. Yeah. What do we have, four or five uh, conference tournaments? That's right. Got five of them, I believe. So, yeah, good stuff. And uh, we'll keep you abreast of all that stuff. We'll really get into uh, breaking down the tournament. I've got a special guest, John Cole, that's coming in town on the 14th and 15th. And he has a handicapping service, but a guy that knows his college basketball really well. So he's going to come in on studio uh, those two nights. And I'll have Andy Isco probably... Uh, weigh in a little bit earlier. I may get double duty from AI prior to the tournament. And then, of course, first couple days of the tournament. Well, at least that first Thursday, Andy will be with me in studio. He may not actually be in studio. He may be live at the Isco Palace and uh, be calling in because I know you're going to be busy probably on a lot of games yourself, in-game and wherever you're going to be at, Andy. In-game and also the thing, you've got the quick turnaround, those uh, those lines will come out. Sometimes they come out, but you know, you play on Thursday, you want to be ready for when the uh, Saturday lines come out, which will be after the conclusion generally of the second half of the quarter of the uh, bracketed uh, four-team uh, pod for the uh, Saturday game stuff. Yeah, and that's where our, our, dice, our Dice 21, my pal Arthur DeCesar at the Westgate Superbook, could come into play as far as getting me some of those updated lines while we're still on air. Uh, move on down. Got that North Texas Charlotte game you talked about. Fifty-five, forty-nine. The final. Charlotte gets the win at home. They were actually plus three. The Forty Niners at home. Game staying under the one twelve and a half. That is crazy to see a total that low. But the game staying under, hitting only one hundred four. Total one twelve and a half. But uh, North Texas and Charlotte. Charlotte will take it, getting the win as a home dog against the Mean Green. Oakland. They battled back. They trailed Wright State throughout. Uh, Wright State trying to avenge a loss at home earlier to the Golden Grizzlies, but the Golden Grizzlies get the sweep over Wright State, 75-68. They were three-point home dogs. Total 159.5, and and the game stays under, hits only 143. 75-68, Oakland knocks off Wright State. And then the one that frustrated KT talked about this earlier, when you have a team that just can't get out of its own way sometimes at home, they've been playing good, solid ball, Detroit, and they were trying to avenge a loss against Northern Kentucky earlier in the year. And uh, they battled all the way back and took a two-point lead. They were down, I think, 16 in the first half. Uh, but they end up losing at the end. Northern Kentucky wins at 67-64. to 64, And the Norris going off one-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, I actually had Detroit, I believe, as a pick And uh, still lost on that. Again, as they lose by three. Total 139 game stays under. 
Drexel, the Dragons, very impressive. Blowout, the Huskies of Northeastern, 75-48, minus 6.5 at home. Drexel rolls, total 129, and the game hits 123. Andy, this is payback for some of these teams in the Colonial. When you get teams that have been powerhouses for years and years, like Northeastern, all of a sudden they're having a down year. Teams like Drexel do not feel sorry for them. They're like, how many times have you pasted us over the last several years? We don't care how down you are. We're going to pound you. Yeah, certain conferences seem to have the uh, one-and-one when you've talked about it before. You win on the opponent's home court, and they uh, win on yours. And other times you had other conferences, you seem to have domination where one team can sweep season series, whether they win the first on the road or at home, they win the rematch as well. And that's very true, especially amongst the uh, uh, the mid-major conferences where teams are just so good. There's a, there's a disparity between the top and the bottom of many of these conferences that uh, you do see much more than you see, I think, in uh, – uh, in, in the major conferences where teams will avenge earlier losses because the overall quality of talent in a certain conference, major conference, is spread out fairly evenly. There you go. All right. Uh, do not know if uh, Towson and College of Charleston went extra time because uh, Charleston ends up winning the game 83-75, but it's not showing overtime. So in regulation, Charleston gets the win uh, they outscored Towson by 12 in the second half. They win by eight, but they were minus nine. And I looked at the Tigers because uh, it's a pretty good team uh, sitting at 19 and 11, even after the loss. But College of Charleston, of course, having a, an outstanding year, 27 and three now. They get the win by eight, but again, minus nine. Total was 150 and a half, so the game gets over. Hits 158, 83 75. The final College of Charleston takes out Towson. William and Mary, they both won. They beat Elon 73 to 60. Elon, actually a one-point road favorite, total 136, game stays under there. NC Wilmington, 76-69, they beat Stony Brook, but they were minus 10, do not cover. Stony Brook backers get the money, game sales over the 125, hits 145, 76-69, your final there. And then Wichita State and Memphis, that was a good one, close throughout at the Cook Arena, but Memphis gets the win and the road cover, minus the three, game gets over the 148, final score 83-78. Andy, you do anything with that game? Which one was that? Memphis and Wichita State. Uh, No, I couldn't decide because I kind of rate both of those teams somewhat similar. They're they're teams that have have had better programs in the past, and they're down. For me, they're down this year, but they're still very close in talent. All right, you had two teams that had played several over games in a row, UAB and Rice. First score I saw, Andy, was 34-6 UAB in the first half. They crush Rice 84-57. to The game stays under the total, but UAB, the Blazers, who are playing outstanding ball in Conference USA, they get the win, and minus the 12, no problem. You had this one in the bank by halftime. Yeah, I didn't do anything uh, with, uh, uh, with that game, but I've been following UAB. That could be a team that uh, could win that conference tournament and possibly pull an upset. On Florida Atlantic, no doubt. And they did beat them in, regula- they did beat them in their last meeting. In Conference USA, Sam Houston State, they spotted Cal Baptist an early lead, but then they got rolling 56-45, minus 6. They win the game by 11. Game stays well under the 128, 56-45, the final there. The Bearcats, and that's Cats with a K, uh, just to get that one in there. Utah Tech, former Dixie State, they get the win over UT Rio Grande Valley on the road. They were minus 2, Utah Tech was. They win it by 7, 88-81. Game sales over the 154.5. And then IUPUI. Plus 10 at home against Robert Morris. My goodness, the Jaguars get the home win, their fourth win, I think, of the year, maybe their fifth. 81-75, the final. Andy is 10-point dog, so nice little money line payoff there. Total 134.5, game gets over, hits 156. Yeah, uh, again, uh, a lot of these games uh, late in the season can be very, very 
uh, entertaining. That was just another one of them. Oral Roberts, South Dakota. Oral Roberts, I talked about it last night, beat South Dakota the first meeting at home in Tulsa, 103-53. to This game, at least the Coyotes hung in there, and they do get the cover. If you back the Coyotes, and I thought about it, but I was like, ah, Oral Roberts, definitely the cream of the crop there in the summit. They were minus 13 and a half, and uh, they had the lead up to 23, but only win it by 12. So South Dakota, South Dakota backers, the Coyote backers, get the money. Game gets or stays under the 157, hits 152, 82 to 70 to and final. That, and that's Roberts. one of those games that's very difficult to handicap when you've got a team that blew out another team by 50. You, there are two ways of looking at it, and I'm not sure which way you can finally ultimately f- feel any confidence in deciding. They're that good that they could blow them out again, even though they're laying 13, or the team is much better than they showed in that 50-point blowout. And they may not win the rematch, but they're going to be competitive deep into the game. Uh, Oral Roberts, I, I don't know if they even have any conference losses this year, uh, but they certainly appear to be, the once again, uh, the cream of that conference, and they've pulled some big upsets in recent NCAA tournaments. And uh, Mark Oak, of course, pays attention to Oral Roberts because they're the Summit League, so he knows all about the Summit League with his alma mater, North Dakota State, the Bison, being in that conference. Talked about them, my only win so far tonight. Hoping Stanford can have a decent second half. Speaking of the uh, summit, South Dakota State 73-50. to 50, They crush UMKC, laying 10.5. They win it by 23. I did jump over Southern Utah, who knocked off Texas Arlington, beat the Mavericks on the road 86-76. Todd Simon's team playing good, solid ball. The Thunderbirds laying 5, win it by 10. Game flies over the 145. That's going to be a fun little tournament, that big sky. And Southern Utah, a dangerous team. Yeah, and... Uh... What was it? Uh, for many years, it was what? Montana, Montana State, Weber State dominated yeah, that Southern, conference. Southern Utah. Wait, I'm trying to think. Are they in the WAC? No, I think that's this big sky, isn't it? Yeah, I thought they were. Well, Texas Arlington, uh, you know, uh, gosh dang it. I'm trying because I'm trying to think. I know uh, I'll, I'll have to kind of look. All of a sudden, I just like I'm like, wait a minute. They're not they're not playing. Are they Montana, Montana State? It's Weber State. That's uh, one of the others. And. Uh, so Southern Utah, because Texas Arlington not going to be in the big sky. So I want to say maybe uh, – No, not Texas Arlington. Yeah. Well, Southern Utah, that's a conference game, though. You know, Southern Utah and Texas Arlington. So I'll have to just jump into that. All of a sudden, I'm just like, look, in Southern Utah, 86-76. Yeah, no, that's not, yeah, that's not the big sky. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me move on down. Utah Valley State, 70 – yeah, see, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure because Tarleton State – and Southern Utah, Texas, yeah. So I'm, I'm, it's the whack. Yeah. Okay. So and we know New Mexico State is done for the year. So Utah Valley and uh, U- Sam Houston and Southern Utah, are the top teams right now. Okay. And uh, Utah Valley State, the other Wolverines, they get pasted by Tarleton State. Billy Gillespie's team, seventy-seven fifty-eight. Tarleton State wins the game by nineteen big ones. Uh, total one thirty-six and a half, and the game hits one thirty-five. But a nice win by Tarleton State at home, two and a half point. Home dogs, and they win it by 19, 77-58. That South Dakota State game, again, they were minus 10.5. That total was 134.5. That game stayed under, only hitting 123 as the Jackrabbits knocked off the Kangaroos, 73-50. St. Thomas, North Dakota State, finally got to the Bison. They win it 73-64, trailed by four at intermission, but win it by nine. They were minus four on their home court. Game stays under the 147.5. Arkansas Little Rock surprises SIU Edwardsville. Eight-point dogs. They win it outright. Trojans get the win 79-74. Game stays under the 153. And then a crazy one in Milwaukee. If you uh, had the Panthers of uh, Wisconsin-Milwaukee, they win it by two against IPFW, but they were minus two and a half. Total 153 and a half. 96-94 your final in that one. A track meet. 
there in Milwaukee. Meanwhile, Tennessee Tech, they end up sweeping Southern Utah, beat the Jags on the Jags' home court to get both conference wins. They were five-and-a-half-point dogs, but Tennessee Tech wins it by three. Game gets over the total, 82-79, your final there. And Mark Lawrence gave you one game last night, and it gave you a winner. And uh, Michigan, he said, would take care of Rutgers, and uh, he thought they had a good chance to win that game. They do win it 58-45, to very low-scoring game. Stays well under that 135, just getting over 100, hitting 103. Rutgers, West- another team that has played its best basketball earlier in the year. Mm-hmm, no question. Western Kentucky, very mad at myself because I circled this game. Don't know why I forgot to play it against La Tech. They had lost to La Tech earlier. They win this game by 10 uh, minus four and a half. Hilltoppers win at 76 66. Total 143 and a half. Game hits 142. Falls a point and a half short. Montana State struggled with Sac State. Uh, Hornets gave them all they want. Montana State, the Bobcats at home, minus nine. Win it by four. 60 to 56. Game stays under the 128. Double overtime game has gone final now. Lindenwood beat Southeast Missouri State. They were four point home dogs, but they win it by three. 105 to 102. No problem there if you had the over. Got to stop betting against teams I know and think I know. That's USC. I went against them last night. I said I thought Tad Boyle and Colorado would get the, uh, the, you know, the win. They lost by seven at the Galen Center and showed some fight in that game, but not much fight tonight. Trojans had a big halftime lead. Colorado cut it to ten, but that's as close as they got. Lose the game by nineteen. Trojans win it. Game flies over eighty-four sixty-five. Andy Enfield's team was ready to roll tonight in Boulder, Colorado. Washington covers the eight and a half by the hook, 65-56, and uh, they win that at the Haas Pavilion against Cal, uh, minus the eight and a half, win it by nine, game stays under the 129 and a half, hits 121, 65-56, your final there. And Andy talked about if you had Northwestern, a tough one on the money line as uh, Illinois wins it in Champaign, 66-62, but Northwestern had this lead up there pretty good. At intermission, and Illinois was minus seven and a half. You really needed the extra session in order to have a chance to get the cover. But a nice comeback by the Illini and Brad Underwood's team gets the win and cools off the uh, the hot Wildcats. Yeah, Northwestern up 37-19 at halftime, and within a few minutes it became a seven-point game, but Northwestern was then able to extend it a little bit, and I think it was in the last few minutes that Illinois finally got the lead, and they made their free throws down the stretch as Northwestern had to come from behind and uh, you know, fouled when they were running out of time or missing shots. So a nice effort for Northwestern, but a very disappointing effort when you know, you're on the road against uh, you know, a quality team in Illinois, and you have them beat... But, again, that's what quality teams do, and we've seen it a number of times, even even tonight. Good teams find ways of coming back when they don't play anything close to their best game. Tennessee Martin at home. This is one of those theorem games, Chuck Edel and I call it, when uh, the home team loses on their home court as a favorite, then goes to the other venue as a dog and returns the favor and wins the game outright. Tennessee State did that tonight to Tennessee Martin. They had lost at home earlier to Tennessee Martin on their home court as favorites. Tonight they go in as five-point dogs against Tennessee Martin. They win it 88-82 straight up. Total 159.5 game hits 170, so the game flies over the total. And then Eastern Washington, Andy, you were on Eastern Wash. They stay unblemished in the big sky. Weber State got a lot of money late in this one and uh, went off a one-and-a-half-point home favorite. Led for a good favorite. part of the game, too. What's that? Weber led for a good part oh, yes, of the game. Oh, no, yes, no doubt. In Eastern Washington, uh, they've done that in several of their games, not only you know coming up with late runs, but making sure they get enough as far as to cover. It was a, uh, a short, again, it was a, a line tonight where they were an underdog. They have not been underdogs in many of their games, but Weber State has been playing well at home, and uh, 
you know, Ray, the coach there, I mean, it's been there forever. And Weber State wins it, uh, or I'm sorry, Eastern Washington wins it uh, 89 to 82 in the game, getting well over the 141, hits 171. I think they're 16 and 0 in conference right now. Very impressive. Meanwhile, Wisconsin Green Bay, they played a really nice home game against Cleveland State, the top dog in the Horizon League. Uh, they end up getting the cover, but a big run by the Vikings in the second half. Cleveland State was minus 13. They win it by 11. 76-65 game gets over the total of 134 and a half. Uh, but a nice effort by the Phoenix tonight. And then Idaho State, the Bengals, they get a sweep of Idaho. Uh, they beat the Vandals in Moscow in, I think it was double overtime. And tonight they win it. The Bengals do 65-55. Game stays under the total, but they were minus three and a half, and they win both games against the Vandals there in the big sky. Meanwhile, UC San Diego, that is a final 99-91. So the second half ends up pushing just the way we thought it did the first time we gave out what we thought was a final. Yeah, about, I think, 16 points ago or so, for, yeah. or 18 points ago for the two teams. There you go. And that game, uh, the total was 140. The game hits 190, 99-91. UC San Diego, the win at the Bren Center against UC Irvine is 13-point underdogs, the biggest underdog of the night. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll keep things rolling. Get you updated on the late games. UCLA starting to pull away at the Huntsman Center. Got a few more finals to duck in. Get you caught up on that Grand Salami as well. A couple late games in the NHL. We got some Friday night action as well. And then uh, going to throw a little NFL at Andy Isco as we wrap things up. SportsX Radio on a throwback Thursday, 101.5 FM KDWN. And of course, streaming live on that Odyssey app, A U D A C Y, live from Vegas, PSBR Law Studios, Ken Thompson. Andy Isco, producer Mark Hoke, takes us to break. Do not forget the Mark Hoke Show. Sunday morning, Sergeant Slaughter will be on. You like professional wrestling, you will love the Mark Hoke Show right here, 101.5 FM, KDWM. We'll be right back. Mark Hoke's spinning some hits here on a throwback Thursday. KT Andy Isco live, PSBR Law Studios, and again, tons of college basketball. We get into college hoops here a lot, SportsX Radio. Look, I enjoy the uh, the NBA, but really in playoffs, it's just the NBA to me is so different because there's no defense being played at all in most of the games. So, uh, you know, and at the level that the guys are at it, it just seems a little monotonous at times, but it'll get interesting once you get into the postseason and the cream rises to the top, so I get more interested. But the college basketball, I really enjoy it. And, Andy, you too. And, uh, you know, looking forward to March Madness and looking at some of these teams over the years that have been so feisty that are really struggling this season. Then there's other ones that are finally making a push to get up there into the top half uh, of their conferences, and it's good to see some names change there at the top in some of these conferences. Yeah, you know, we grew up in the New York metropolitan area, which is more of a professional uh, sports uh, area than it is colleges. There's some decent college teams. I mean, college basketball, you know, first team that comes to mind is St. John's, which has had, uh, you know, down lately, but, you know, they were a dominant force for about half a century there towards uh, something like the 1940s through the 1990s area. But uh, college basketball now with so many games either being televised or streaming as well and so many teams to choose from and so much great talent that's developed over the year. I mean, you could argue that uh, uh, baseball used to be the national pastime. It's been surpassed by the NFL 
but as far as overall interest in entertainment, college basketball may be the most of the uh, most entertaining of the sports. College football, yes, but you don't play that many games. And uh, the fact that in basketball you're close to the court, so the fans really become part of the overall experience. And uh, again, we see uh, uh, March Madness. Well, I think most sports books agree. Second biggest event of the year behind the Super Bowl. Yeah, and of course, you and I really enjoy it. And Billy Packer, of course, passing away uh, a couple weeks ago. So, you know, just remembering some of the tradition that we grew up with. And we remember the great Al McGuire as well. And, uh, you know, gosh, Dick Enberg. So many great announcers uh, going by the wayside. By the way, uh, there'll be a show down the line that we're going to remember some of these people, probably after March Madness is over, but uh, people that were instrumental here in the Vegas Valley as well, uh, Ballpark Frank Harnish, Brian Blessing, Dave Malinsky, uh, so many others. And, Andy, you knew a lot of uh, folks before I even got here. Yeah, exactly. In fact, one of the people responsible for me being here on the radio, Lee Pete, uh, had uh, a longtime show here on uh, uh, seven, well, what, 720 k on for all these years before it gets phased out. Uh, he was one of the first talk show hosts, and he did the Stardust Line for a number of years. Jim Brown was a co-host, I think, for a few seasons back there every Sunday night, and a lot of a lot of fun experiences there. But, yeah, we've lost quite a few over over the years. Uh, you know, I just want to get back one thing we were talking about with the uh, college basketball, and that is the fact that you've got all the upsets on those two days. Um, I... I I saw somewhere it was written that it's amazing how many people on that first Thursday come down with colds. Yeah, uh, there's no question. And, in fact, uh, we already saw that one of the states, Tennessee, trying to get that Monday after Super Bowl as a national holiday. And uh, we'll say, wait to see how that all pans out. Uh, Preventative Diagnostic Center here in the Vegas Valley. KT does the live read every night. And, again, if you fall demographically between the ages of 40 and 72, Dr. John Pierce has something special for you here in the Vegas Valley that could help you extend your life, and that's because you've got to be proactive. Nobody's going to look out for your health like you're going to look after your own, and you can't just bury your head in the sand and say, I don't care if I have any cancer or heart disease or lung disease. I don't want to know about it. I'll just go when I go. Well, you have the opportunity to find out about it because we've got the only scanner of its kind in the region that gives you early detection before signs and symptoms of more than two dozen ailments like heart disease, lung disease, cancers. It is the preventive Diagnostic Center. You can give a call, leave a message now, get that free educational consultation set up. You know the 702 for Vegas, 534 534-7900, 534-7900. Let them know Ken Thompson SportsX Radio sent you. Comfortable scan takes a few minutes. A few days later, detailed report from a board-certified radiologist. Great deal. Continues to roll on. We're now in its, it's going to be entering its third year as far as the heart CT scan and calcium score special. So, guys, you can find out. Make sure that Widowmaker's not clogging up any of those arteries. Ladies, again, you know heart disease, the number one killer of women in the United States. Heart, TC, heart CT scan and calcium score, it's $125 for a $600 value, and then your significant other absolutely free. So the two of you get in there, total 125 Find out about the heart. Then you can find out how you can get all your organs scanned. Early detection is key. Get peace of mind. Take charge of your health. Call the Preventive Diagnostic Center. Again, under the tutelage of Dr. John Pierce. What a great job he has done here in the Vegas Valley. And uh, 
pdcenterlv.com is where you can find out more. You can check out the scanner, pdcenterlv.com. But that phone number again, 534-7900-534-7900. Updating UCLA, only up seven now on Utah. Still 730 to go at the Huntsman Center. And UCLA was just up 16. They're minus seven in the game. 130 and a half is your total. We'll keep an eye on that one. San Fran and Portland going back and forth. 73-69. The Don's up still 11.35 to go in that second half. All Gonzaga up 30 on San Diego. Still eight minutes to go up at the Kennel in Spokane. 79-49. 48-43. Wazoo continues to lead Stanford. 11.04 to go in the second half. And 13-12. Hawaii out of the gate against UC Riverside. I want to say out of the gate because it's 13-12. But there's only 6.49 left in the first half. If you got the under 130 and a half, unless you get triple overtime, you're probably going to get that number. Again, we'll keep an eye on that. 13-12 Hawaii leads UC Riverside, and there are five games still on the docket that are in play as far as the college basketball. As far as on the extra board, I'll run them down real quick. St. Francis, New York gets a sweep over Sacred Heart, 70-63. to uh, Game stays under the total. St. Francis, PA, comes back, beats Fairleigh Dickinson. They get a split of the conference series, 82-72. They're actually two-point home dogs and get the win outright. Merrimack playing pretty good ball. They beat up on Central Connecticut State 70-54. to Game stays under by a point. Wagner, they get the win over Stonehill. They were minus 3.5, so they split that season series uh, 54-44. Very low-scoring game. Stays under by 30 points of a total of 124.5. Longwood, they sweep Gardner-Webb. For the season, win both games, 75-63. There were two-point dogs on the road. Game gets over the total. New Orleans beat Nickel State by six. They were five-point dogs, so nice win there at home by the Privateers, 88-82. Southeastern Louisiana beat Lamar, 83-60. Six-and-a-half-point favorites, no problem there. Game stays under. Houston Christian. Gets the win over McNeese State, 85-80. Game flying over the total. Northwestern State beat Incarnate Word by five, but they were laying five and a half, so they do not cover. Game stays under, and another big upset. Texas A&M Commerce beat Texas A&M Corpus Christi, 84-80. to They were 11-point dogs on the road, and they get the outright win on the ice. Only two games going. Seattle's just taking a 5-4 lead. The Kraken lead the Bruins, 4-0-5 to go in the third period. Nashville doubling up on San Jose, 4-2. to Grand Salami has gone over big time. Chicago Bill gets the win there as far as the Grand Salami. Vegas came back in OTB Calgary 4 to 3. 3 to 2 Vancouver slips past St. Louis also overtime there. Detroit skates past the Rangers 4 to 1. Anaheim doubled up on Washington as a big dog 4 to 2. Edmonton no problem in Pittsburgh 7 to 2. Minnesota shut off Columbus on the road 2 nothing and Jersey gets a 4-3 win over the LA Kings in OT and Buffalo also an OT win against Tampa Bay 6 to 5 down there in Florida. Update those last two NBA games and uh, they have gone final. Lakers win at 124-111 against Golden State. That game stays under the total by three and a half points, 124-111. Lakers cover the six, and the Kings, they get the win in the cover of the 11 points at home in a game that flies over the 130 or the 234 total hits 259 133 to 116 Sacramento knocking off Portland Andy and uh, that's what the cool thing about doing the show 8 to 10 is a lot of these games are over before we're out of here so I like it being able to follow all those games especially on the busy Wednesdays and Thursdays of college basketball yeah those are the two uh, strong uh, nights of the week for college basketball with the big schedules, especially once we get into conference play. You know, the thing I was thinking of, uh, you were talking about Seattle taking that lead over Boston. You know, if it weren't for the success of the Golden Knights in their rookie season, what Seattle is doing this year, what's this, I think their second season, um, would be a pretty big story as well. 
uh, you know, because you don't see expansion teams or recent expansion teams do as well as as uh, Seattle is, do- is doing this year. But of course, when the Golden Knights make it to the Stanley Cup Finals in their very first year of existence, uh, you're going to have to go a long, long time before you can find a story that uh, uh, that uh, that tops that. There you go. All right, uh, AI. We'll look at some overnights before we get out of here. We'll keep you updated on the late games, including UCLA at Utah, 62-57. Bruins lead down to five. Still about six and a half minutes to go there at the Huntsman Center in Salt Lake City. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers has uh, exited out of darkness his three days of Emerged darkness. from the cave. Yes, there you go. Uh, his three days of darkness there in an Oregon facility. AI, you're feeling real quick. Does he uh, end up coming to the Raiders? Does he stay in Green Bay? Does he end up with the New York Jets? I think those are really the three options that people have been talking about and uh, a couple people that I know uh, indirectly through some pretty good sources think that Aaron Rodgers will indeed finish out his career in Green Bay. That would not surprise me and of course the Jets and uh, Derek Carr had a very good meeting or a couple of meetings I think uh, with uh, his future still uncertain so maybe he does end up in New York I know a lot of people are talking about well maybe he can't handle the New York spotlight but the New York spotlight's you know, it's what, when you are doing well, there's no better place to play. And if you're not doing well, if you're underachieving, let's let's put it that way, you're not playing up to expectations, there's no place worse that you want to be because the fans are very, very knowledgeable, very, very passionate. So if, you, if you're doing well, especially if you're taking a team that wasn't expected to do well in the New York market and you do well, you're the toast of the town. So uh, I think that, uh, you know, it's a good spot for a for a veteran quarterback because the Jets have decent offensive talent and a really good defense in what will now be the third year under Robert Sella as uh, uh, as head coach. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I wouldn't be surprised if he stays with Green Bay. Uh, you know, depends upon the contract and all that, which apparently he's willing to rework. Uh, but there was a lot of animosity over the past few years, and look, there is uh, Devontae Adams uh, here in. Uh, in Las Vegas, and you know those two have a very good uh, history, a very good relationship. The, the concern that Rodgers may have is that he needs to have some sort of confidence that he'll be able to take care of the offense, but what about the defense? Now, there are some good players on this defense. Can they get stronger? Can they fill in some of the pieces? that Because the it wasn't this way this, this past season, but it's certainly with Rodgers here, you could certainly expect the AFC – uh, West to be the toughest division in football next year. I think it's a huge upgrade in Denver with Sean Payton. Of course, we know all about Mahomes, Kansas City, Andy Reid, etc. The Chargers coach uh, this somewhat iffy situation with the coaching, but the talent is clear, clearly there with another young uh, quarterback in, in Herbert. And then, of course, if you get Aaron Rodgers here to Vegas, you've got you know one of the better offenses in the league, especially if uh, uh, if Jacobs returns, and you've got the uh, you know the the good other receivers to complement Adams. So I think the AFC West is going to be very uh, very challenging. That might be a reason why Rodgers would stay in Green Bay. Where does he have a better chance to get to a Super Bowl? Well, maybe in a division where there are two or three teams that are still, or, or one or two and maybe three, that uh, they should have very little difficulty or not as much difficulty beating. And I'm talking about, you know, Chicago is apparently in the rebuilding or retooling. We don't know if Detroit can follow up the success that they had this year. Uh, and Minnesota, you know, you know, they won all those close games this year, those one-score games. 
you usually don't repeat that in the next year. So you can go from what was it, thirteen and four or something like that, to you know, so you can go to you know, nine and seven. So maybe Rodgers would stick in Green Bay because that team may actually have a better chance to get to the Super Bowl, especially when you consider when you look at all the quarterbacks in the NFL, the balance of power at the quarterback position uh, has shifted significantly to the AFC. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Detroit because they only have two free agents on the starters as far as on the offense. Jamal Williams, who had a standout year, and then DeAndre Swift ended up coming back late after the injury. But DJ Shark also had a nice season, uh, one of the receivers, and they have Josh Reynolds and Amon Ross St. Brown. I really like this Detroit team if Jared Goff can continue to play quarterback the way he played this year. Oh, yeah. No, Detroit is going to be, if you're talking about uh, teams that you will hear over the summer, you know, where's your surprise team? What team that didn't make the playoffs last year has a real shot to make it could do some damage in the playoffs, you're going to see the Detroit Lions name mentioned quite a bit. Yeah, I'm looking forward to and that. And understandably so. Yeah, they have four uh, free agents on the starters on defense. want to make sure they sign middle linebacker Anzalone. I uh, like him a lot, and uh, they've got a few other ones. But I really like the way that team came together under Dan Campbell. And really nice now job. Now we can see that in his first year as coach. Yep. He's got uh, he's got a lot of fire there. I mean, he really is passionate. You got to see it on hard knocks, but... Uh, the way they closed the season was outstanding, and just within an eyelash of making the playoffs. And uh, darn well, see, that's it. where you get a lot of credit. They had been eliminated earlier in the earlier in the day when the, you know, with Seattle's game, so they were playing basically to knock out uh, Green Bay. And yeah, they're rivals and everything, but your season's over. For them to show the um, passion that they did playing that game against the Packers, at, that basically sums up Dan Campbell and his team. There you go. Meanwhile, it looks like Bobby Wagner and the Rams will part ways. We'll finish things up. One more segment, SportsX Radio here on a throwback Thursday. Tomorrow, the Friday fiasco, and a special guest will be in for both hours tomorrow night. I'll let you know who that is when we come back. SportsX Radio, 101.5 FM KDWN, going away from the 720 AM side at the end of the month, so five more days on the AM side, 720, but then solely on 101.5 FM KDWN, and, of course, streaming live on the Odyssey app. Download that, baby, 101.5 FM and the Odyssey app. Uh, The Odyssey app is free, A-U-D-A-C-Y-K-T. And Andy Isco, producer Marco, live PSBR Law Studios here in Las Vegas. We'll wrap things up. Keep it right here. We'll be right back. A little more Blues Brothers as we finish up here on a Throwback Thursday. Mark Hope throwing it way back, spinning the hits here on a Throwback Thursday. SportsX Radio Live, PSBR Law Studios, Ken Thompson, Andy Isco. UCLA now up 6, 2.30 to go. Huntsman Center 68-62 leading Utah. The spread is 7, total 130.5, so the game's going over. Sitting at 130 right now. San Francisco up 7. They're minus 7 at home against Portland. Still 8 minutes to go there, 80-73. to 73. You have the over. You're going to get that. It's 155.5. Only need 3 more points there. All Gonzaga laying 23, up by 34. 97-63, 135 to go in Spokane. Tied at 55, Wazoo and Stanford, 5-10 to go. Maples Pavilion and Hawaii on a run in an embarrassing first half. If I'm UC Riverside right now, are you kidding me? I mean, it just blows me away how teams can be that inept offensively to score 14 points with 42 seconds left in the first half. It is now 25-14. to 14. That game was 13-12, to 12, so now 25-14. to 14. But to have 14 points with 26 sec- seconds left in college basketball – in a 20-minute half, that that's seven points every 10 minutes. 
That's absolutely atrocious with the, you know, the closeness of the three-pointer. It just kind of blows you away sometimes. You look at some of these scores, it really does uh, kind of blow you away. But UCLA's lead down to four, 68-64, a good one against Utah. And we'll keep an eye on these games as we get out of there, as we get out of here in uh, just about five minutes from now. Uh, Andy Isco, real quick, let's go to the overnights and see what we got. By the way, Boston came back and won that game against Seattle, 6-5 to five on the ice. So a crazy one there, but the Bruins find a way to get it done as a minus 170 favorite. And Nashville continues to lead San Jose at the Shark Tank. That total is six, sitting on six right now. It's four to two, nine ten to go in the third period. Uh, again, the Grand Salami getting up and over the total in the final in the XFL game. If you missed it, St. Louis beat Seattle 20-18. to 18. Tomorrow, uh, NBA basketball, uh, not all the lines are out, but yeah, pretty much now. The Wizards minus one against the Knicks at home. Same thing, Hawks minus one against the Cavs at home. Bucks minus two at home against the Heat. There's one and a half out there as well. Uh, let's see, T-Wolves minus seven and a half at home against the Hornets. Suns. Uh, no KD tomorrow, but he's starting to practice. So just around the corner there, Kevin Durant will make his debut with the Phoenix Suns. They are minus seven at home against the Thunder tomorrow. Minus nine and a half, the Warriors coming off the loss tonight in L.A. against the Lakers. They're playing Houston at home in San Francisco. Bulls minus one and a half at home against the Brooklyn Nets. And the Clippers in L.A., they are minus six and a half against those Sacramento Kings that rolled tonight at home in Sacktown. Tomorrow, Friday, college basketball, Marshall at Old Dominion. Marshall minus three and a half, total 151. Georgia Southern at home, minus one and a half, 130 the total. Andy and Georgia Southern one by two at App State. See if the Mountaineers can even out that score. A nice little win in their uh, their conference game. I want to see. It was I don't remember. It was Old Dominion. It was one of those uh, teams up there that uh, in the, that they beat nicely. Uh, like Appalachian State, not sure I'll play it. I've got some work to do on on tomorrow's schedule. I'm used to seeing the Ivy Leagues on Friday night, but they're doing something very different this year. They usually have those those uh, you know paired games. You play Friday, Saturday night. Well, the way they're ending their season this year is they're playing this Saturday one set of games and the following Saturday another set of games, not necessarily against the same two teams that they normally face in back-to-back situations. So, and of course the Ivy League uh, has a fi- the final conference to institute a, a conference tournament, but they only have the top four teams. The top three teams, Yale, uh, Princeton, and Penn, pretty much set. I think uh, uh, each of those teams needs, I think, at least just one more win to assure themselves of being in the playoffs, and uh, they'll be favored on Saturday to do so. Uh, but uh, one other thing to keep in mind, a handicapping factor that comes into play over the next uh, week or so as these teams uh, get set for their conference tournaments. Final home game of the season, the night that they honor the seniors. Uh, often uh, those games take on a special importance, especially for those that have senior-laden teams or guys who are most likely to uh, uh, leave and play their final home game in front of their home fans. Uh, handicapping technique, but keep in mind the lines maker often bakes that into the numbers, so when it looks a little bit too easy, maybe there's uh, that as the reason for it. All right. I uh, do want to just get a couple more of those in there, let me just go real quick to a score that I know was a big-time blowout. But UNLV, Lindy LaRock, and the Lady Rebels at home at Cox Pavilion tonight, 86-32. to They win it by 54 big ones against Utah State. They are now 16-0 and in the Mountain West, and I believe 27-2 and overall. Just a phenomenal run, and the Lady Rebels ranked number 24 in the country. They fell hoping- a spot? Yeah, well, uh, they are number 24. That's Yeah, I believe that's the AP. Uh, 
and the coaches, I did not see the coaches number, but it's saying number 24 next to him. So, yeah, they may have, I, I don't know why they'd fall. I wouldn't spot. mind seeing them tested in one of their final few games before postseason play begins. I want them to win, but I wouldn't mind seeing them in a somewhat competitive game so that they build up a little bit of intensity as far as what they may face, especially if they do make it into the NCAA tournament, which they should. All right, real quick, uh, Troy minus 9, 143.5 at home against Coastal Carolina. Niagara minus 2 at home against Fairfield. They beat the Stags earlier uh, in Connecticut, 124.5 your total there. Canisius also got a win at St. Peter's. Now they're at home, minus 4.5 against the Peacocks, 132.5. Manhattan, minus 4.5 against Marist, 129 your total. Siena at Ryder, Ryder minus 2.5, 135.5. VCU, they got the win at Richmond by 12. They're at home, they're minus 9 against the Spiders, 133.5. Iona, they buried Mount St. Mary's by 25. Uh, they are favored 10 and a half. They'll probably beat them again by at least 15, 137 your total. Good one from Jersey in South Orange will be Xavier minus two against Seton Hall, 141 your total. Xavier barely eking out a two point victory over the Hall early in the uh, conference season. UL Monroe minus five. They won the first game at Arkansas State. The uh, Warhawks at home minus five, 129 against Arkansas State. Texas State. They are at home, plus two and a half against Southern Miss, 136 your total. Georgia State at James Madison. James Madison is minus 14, 140 and a half. UL Lafayette, this will be a good game, minus four and a half against South Alabama, who's playing outstanding ball, and I've hit on them five straight games. Uh, South Alabama, uh, their four losses in their last 12 were by four, three, four, and two. So they're right there even in their losses, but they've won eight of those 12, and I'll be on South Alabama tomorrow against the Raging Cajuns. Seattle plus five at Grand, five and a half at Grand Canyon, 140 and a half. Wyoming's at Colorado State. Uh, Wyoming won the first game only by a point in Laramie. Colorado State's minus seven and a half. Big ones in Fort Collins, 139 and a half. UNLV, another Friday night game, only meeting of the year against Air Force in conference play. Rebs are minus nine, 139 and a half. And Nevada, you can hear that game on our sister station, 1140 the bet. The Wolfpack minus two and a half. 129 and a half at Fresno State. Andy Isco going to do it for us at Vegas Andy 711. Appreciate you as always, Andy, on Thursday nights. It's, it's great times and it's going to be a lot of fun going through March. Looking forward to it. Uh, each day we get closer to uh, really one of the top events of the year. All right, folks. Thanks to producer Mark Hoke. Thanks to you, the listeners, and thanks to Andy Isco. Until tomorrow on a Friday fiasco with my guest Amal Shah in studio from the VSIN Network. You know the rules. No drinking and driving. No texting and driving. Most of all, God bless our troops. God bless you. I'm Ken Thompson. God bless, folks. Talk to you tomorrow night. Good night, everybody.